0: Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to blendcouragesyou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend and I certainly do count it an honor and a privilege to be here with all of you on this episode number 150 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, Have you ever thought or heard this statement? Well, he's just jealous. They're just jealous. Are they jealous? Or is there something else to that? And why? Let's talk about that. Please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend encourages you is coming to you with jealousy versus envy. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the BlendCouragesYou.com site, If you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU family. Blend from BlendCouragesU.com here with another podcast on the go. So this past week, of course, depending on when you're listening to this recording, uh, we were talking on our Periscope, our live Periscope class around the subject of envy and jealousy. And I thought that I would give you just a snippet, if you will, around those emotions. And the conversation came about because uh, my best, very best friend, her name is Kenya. absolutely love her uh, and sister in Christ. And we were discussing an ongoing situation uh, between just doing some counseling. And I'm going to be careful with what I'm saying, obviously, because we don't want to tailbear. And, of course, we want to keep confidence. But there was a situation uh, with someone that... I didn't quite put my finger on, and was trying to get it figured out. And uh, Kenya very wisely discerned that there was uh, jealousy in the mix. And I was intrigued by that, BCU family, because when we're walking with the Lord, in as much humility as we can, A lot of times, we don't see ourselves as other people see us. Therefore, when someone says or gives an indicator of being, quote unquote, jealous, that seems sort of impossible. Like, what have you got to be jealous about? It's funny. It's like, why, what? what is that? Like, why? And I think that's because we spend a lot of time, or at least I can speak for myself, looking at what I need to come up to versus, you know, where God has me. So we just don't see ourselves that way. So that in itself is a blessing and we praise God for it. But uh, I, I, again, I don't want to go too far with the backstory. I just wanted to give you some context. So when, Jealousy surfaced I I was a little flabbergasted And the Lord led me to Do some research On jealousy And while we use the word Jealousy pretty freely uh, Jealousy means that I protect what I have From other people Getting it, I'm worried And when we think about jealousy uh, The first thing that comes to mind Is that Uh, Perhaps you are are married or have a significant other and somebody's kind of eyeballing that person. And you're jealous because you don't want that other person to get your spouse or your significant other. So that's where the feeling of jealousy comes in. You want to protect that. You know, you want to protect them at all costs, if you will. So that's that's really jealousy in the nutshell. Um, It also can mean uh, zealous as well. Uh, And not in a bad way, but there's, there's some zealousness there. And that's where... And it also means loyalty. And that zealousness and loyalty, that speaks to God's jealousy over us. So that's a different story. So we say jealousy. We say that someone is jealous. But a lot of times, they're envious. And envy is a desire. And a desire isn't a bad thing. You know, I desire to get a better car... I desire to have a closer walk with the Lord. Um, I love the way the sister so-and-so works with the elderly. I have a desire to have that kind of patience. That's fine. Envy is a desire that's linked up with resentment. That somebody else has something else that you want. They're doing better than you. In your mind. They're excelling. They're they're non-deserving of what it is that they have and you ought to be the recipient. I don't know why she landed him. She's plain. And then pride comes in because pride says, well, I'm prettier than she is. I don't know why this person gets to do the I don't know, the solo for the the Christmas program at church. They're not as anointed as I am. I know how to sing. They're not living right. So then the pride comes in because we're tearing that person down. So envy, BCU family, is something that is very rampant uh, within the body of Christ. We call it jealousy, but it really could be envy. And while uh, many of you are are under the sound of my voice are probably saying, yes, that's so-and-so. Yes, uh, that's what it is. And we praise God for recognizing it. I don't bring it up for us to call out other people. I'm bringing it up, BCU family, because it's something that we need to be careful of ourselves because we can slip into envy at any point in time and not even realize it, realizing. it. And as I was doing the research, I'm thinking, you know, how many times have I said something in my heart with that resentfulness, not thinking that it was envy at all? Just, you know, just my thoughts. And and I've said this, BCU family, and will continue to say it until uh, the Lord comes for me, whichever way he does. That for those of us who believe in repentance and baptism in Jesus' name and being filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, that is the foundation, of course, of salvation. Uh, we just can't rest on that. We are not allowed to just rest on the fact that we no longer we know we're not supposed to steal, uh, drink, gamble, and club. And, and we we walk in pride sometimes, saying, "Well, I don't do all of those things." Are we envious in our hearts of other people? Is there a tinge that pops up when someone else gets chosen for something that we really wanted to do? Do we feel as if we are looked over, picked over, that, you know, we don't seem to get everything that everybody else gets? BCU family, that is envy, and that's something that the Lord is cautioning us against. Uh, The book of Job, and I'm going off the top of my head here, and I'll be sure to link the scriptures in the show notes. Uh, I want to say it's chapter 5 and verse 2 reminds us that wrath kills the angry man and envy kills the silly one. Why is it that we are discontent with what God has given us? Why, and, and, and that that's what it boils down to, VCU family, is that there's a lack of contentment in our spirit around the place that God has us at the current time. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. And... Envy is so multifaceted. It's sort of like a Rubik's Cube. I don't know how many of you all remember a Rubik's Cube. If you are... Uh, <laughs> depends. I'm date myself, uh, obviously, uh, if I say that. Because I remember when they first came out. Uh, and that was quite some time ago. But uh, if you don't know what one is, it's R U B I'm going to try to see if I can post a picture of it. Uh, but nonetheless, Envy is sort of like a Rubik's Cube. Because... When you turn it, there's so many different ways or so many different, not ways necessarily, but so many different facets to what's going on. Like, Envy is part of what's going on. There's pride. There's ungratefulness, unthankfulness, hatred, discontentment. So you can see... Where all of these things, no matter which way you turn the cube, there's something on each side that that does not line up with the word of God. And really, I guess to think about it, BCU family, pride is the root of envy. Because First John chapter 2, right around verses 16 to 17 says that all that's in this world is the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And when you think about that, envy... The lust of the eye. We think of lust of the eye as something that that is a sexual situation. And it well could be. It well could be. It also could mean that when I see something, I want to have it. When I see that so-and-so has this particular style of home, I want to have that exact the exact home which again in and of itself is fine but it's the resentment around the person getting the home that's the issue. It's that they don't deserve it. So the lust of the eye comes in when it comes to wanting what someone else has. The envy comes in when there's resentment. You all get that? And then it's the Pride of life that says so-and-so doesn't deserve this more than I do. I'm holier. I'm more committed. I'm more dedicated or whatever the case may be. So there you got a trifecta of a sin problem in your heart. On top of that... Let's even go further. It's a lack of thankfulness for where you are. If you're going to talk about where someone else is and you should be there. What's wrong with your house or where you live currently? Now, you know, perhaps it's overcrowded. Perhaps it's older. Perhaps it's rundown. You know, there could be a lot of things. And again, I want to make this clear, BCU family. There's nothing wrong with wanting something better for your family, better for yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. And we work towards those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are we grateful for where we are at the moment? Can we lift up our hands and say, Lord, you know what? I praise God for the shelter that you have provided for me. I praise God for my jalopy. My jalopy, my local, I thank you that it gets me from A to B. It may not be as pretty as everybody else's, but I thank you that I can get from A to B. And I thank you for blessing me with something that's more suitable or that works better or whatever it is. Lord, I thank you for this job that I have. Now, I've been on some jobs, BCU family. And I've been in some positions where it has been quite the difficult, don't get me wrong, where I've really had to talk to the Lord and help me to deal accordingly. Are we grateful, though, for where we are and for earning what we do? We can always want to earn more and have better benefits. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Are we resentful and, and maybe not even resentful, BCU family? Let me, let me go away from that for a minute. And, and are we content or thankful for where we are? There are millions of people in the United States alone, and I, I know, you know, uh, probably a handful out of a million that are without jobs right now. There are people among us who really don't know where their next meal is coming from. Someone within your vicinity may be on their last unemployment check. That's, this is the last one coming in. Someone amongst us hasn't had an interview or no one's called them back for a job in quite some time. Yet, the job that we do have, we're complaining about, we're discontented about, we murmur about. We curse it. Because if you're not speaking well of it, you're cursing it. And I don't mean curse words. You're cursing it. So it's the job that you prayed for. The job that you thank God for. The, the job that you fasted for. And now it's a problem. And I'm not saying, BCU, feeling that things don't come up. Trust me, I've had my share of jobs and managers and coworkers and people who just took me in a place (laughs) or the spirits behind them, I should say, just took me to a place where I really had to go to God on it. I really had to go to God and ask him to help me to get through this thing. But does that mean that God is still not great and greatly to be praised? We may have issues with what God has given us, how are we handling those things? Are we still grateful? Do we thank God for the money when it comes in? Do we thank God when we go to the dentist that we don't have a a huge bill or to the doctor that we can pay our copay? Or are we complaining about that? So when you think about envy, again, pride is, is the core, if you will. But also when you think about envy, it's a It's a lack of contentment and thankfulness and gratefulness. And God is trying to get us to see. And us means myself too, BCU family. These are things that the Lord speaks to me about as well. That we need to be content with what God has given us. And by content, it doesn't mean that we don't work towards something else. But that we're thankful in the meantime. That we're grateful in the meantime. And we can tell God how we feel. We can say, Lord, you know what? You see that that this, this manager is not treating me the right way. We can talk to the Lord about it and still be grateful. We can talk to the Lord about the coworker and still be thankful. We can talk to the Lord about the house. We can talk to the Lord about not having a spouse and still be content and grateful for where we are. In the book of Philippians chapter four, Paul reminds us that whatever state that he found himself in, he learned to be content. He learned to be thankful. He learned to be grateful in the current situation that he's in. So BCU family, I say all that to say that envy is not something that we need to possess in our hearts at all. Uh, When we detect it, We need to repent of it immediately and ask the Lord to fill us with a spirit of contentment. We need to learn to be content in every situation that we have, knowing that when God wants to change up things, that he will do just that in his own time and in his own way. And whatever it is that he allows us to have will be just right for us. I'll leave you with this, PCU family. And it's this, this scripture. Um, I've talked about it before and I learned it in my early saved days. And I praise God uh, for the young lady. I don't know if she's listening. Uh, her name is Polly, Polly Jameson. And uh, she used to quote this scripture at work. We used to work together and I have fond memories uh, of her. I haven't talked to her in, in quite some time, but uh, Polly, if you're listening, I praise God for you. And she used to quote Proverbs ten twenty two: the blessing of the Lord. It maketh rich, and he adds no sorrow to them. When God blesses you with something, when he gives you something, he adds no sorrow with it. And when we try to obtain things through our own means, when we have schemed to get what we feel we deserve, there's usually sorrow that accompanies that. When God gives you something, there's no sorrow to it. it. doesn't say that you won't have challenges with it, but there's no sorrow that goes with what God gives. The sorrow comes out of that envy and pride and discontentment and when you're just trying to go in and get what it is that you feel like you're supposed to have. There's always going to be sorrow with that because you know what? Part of that sorrow is that you'll always want more, 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 more. I have to have more. You'll never never be content when you're doing things on your own. Allow the Lord to guide your steps as to what it is that he wants you to have so that when that blessing does come, it's rich and not sorrowful. Amen? Amen. Well, BCU family, I am curious to know what your thoughts are around envy, contentment, thankfulness, and everything else that we've discussed here today. So if you're not already on the BlendCouragesYou.com site, please make your way there. You'll see a spot where you can go ahead and pop in your comment and we can continue our conversation want to go ahead and sign off uh, once again this is blend from You.com here thank you all so much for listening and for your prayerful support and lord will until the next time we're together may our awesome god continue to bless you keep you make his face to shine upon you give you peace and contentment as you stay on the wall